create with Fran Sydney. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. This is Create with France, the show that helps you to create the life that you want by using mind hacks and NLP and a little bit of hypnosis and art therapy and everything else that I will research and put together for you so that you don't have to do all the work of research. I'll do it and you can just sit down, take notes and try to see if something works. Of course, this varies because we're all different, but you know, let's go straight to the topic so you do not waste any time. The topic today will be doing a little bit of a debate about why we cannot concentrate. Why is it so hard to focus on one thing? And how do we find out that we can't concentrate? Well, it's easy. You have a lot of things to do. You're always busy, but you don't seem to be achieving the very things that you want to achieve. And sometimes this is lack of planning, other times there are problems, other times you might be ill, or too busy, overscheduled, overwhelmed, that's fine. But you know, sometimes we are not achieving what we want for the simple reason that we are not focused. We are wasting the day or the week or maybe a whole year doing things that don't really matter. And um, if this is you, just... Stay tuned and see what we can find out together. So let's clarify that there are some very important things like medical conditions, which do make it very, very difficult for a person to concentrate and to focus. And they will affect our level of concentration possibly every day. So if you are suffering from major depression or anxiety, if you have some types of OCD, if you have attention deficit disorders, these are, you know, very important conditions. So we don't aim to talk about them today because that's not my field of work. And there are also physical things that might be happening. For example, you have chronic fatigue or narcolepsy, you know, you keep falling asleep, you might have epilepsy, you might have diabetes or restless leg syndrome, or you might have insomnia. All these things can cause, and usually do cause, a lot of difficulties in concentrating on one thing. So this episode probably will not help you too much if that is the reason for your lack of concentration. But um, let's go through what researchers have put together in really classifying what are the things that are making it so hard for us. And generally speaking, we all have too much of a day full with multiple tasks. So we have so much going on at work, so much going on at home, and we're trying to do many things together. And so this is very general. It happens to a lot of people. But one of the things that is happening to many is the vacant of focus because they actually have not slept much. And this is very typical. So many, many of us in this moment of time, and you know, 2023 sounds so good, we are chronically sleep deprived. And sadly, a lot of people think that sleeping is overrated. And um, newsflash, it's not overrated, it's very important because the brain, just like all the other organs, needs a reset after being busy for the whole day. And so if we for some reason are suffering from lack of sleep, 
or waking up too early and not going back to sleep, or we are just going to sleep far too late every day. We, well, I should say every night, we to really understand there are things that we can do. We can maybe just address the basics and then if that is not working, we should go back and see somebody who's specialized, just watch a medical lecture or two to have maybe a good idea of where to start addressing this issue because sleep deprivation, deprivation, not deprivation, is one of the main reasons for lack of focus because we can't stay awake. So the very basic things, if you have a routine where you unwind and you go to bed every night at the same time, don't go later and later, the earlier you go, the, the higher the, le- the level of melatonin. If you go too late, the melatonin will not kick off properly and then will wear out about 2 or 3 a.m. That's one of the easy things to do. Then practice the breathing, your meditation, just two or three minutes every day, practice that. That people say, oh, it's not important. It is important because it allows you to create a much better type of sleep later on. There will be apps that you can use that they can track your circadian rhythm and you can understand what's going on. So you can see, am I actually sleeping or not? And of course, everyone needs a very dark room. If not completely black, we're all different. So if you don't have blackout curtains, that's the time to get them. And then there are other things, for example, having a meal too late in the day, especially if it's got sugar, they will keep you awake because when the insulin is high, we can't just fall asleep just like that. So there are lots and lots of things about sleep. I have talked about it before. It's not really my specialty area in this, in this context. So let's move on to the next problem, which is anxiety. So what happens? Many times we have so many responsibilities every day, very important for us, and um, there are too many and we are pretty much in a a state of chronic stress and chronic anxiety and this can bring on a lot of stress and make it very difficult to stay on the task that we should be doing and we kind of wander with our mind because deep down something isn't right so that could be quite difficult to shake off and it is very important if our schedule is too busy to maybe sit down and scale back the list of things that we have to do because sometimes all of them are that important or emergency and sometimes we really need to wind down so we can sleep properly, rest properly and have our mind being able to focus on something. So maybe just taking five minutes to breathe deeply and to think for just one minute just as you wake up and just slowly order your thoughts and everything so you don't start with a high stressed day and this might help you quite a lot to stay focused by practicing very simple self-care techniques this goes for most types of uh, worry and anxiety we have first to learn to calm down to be still and the interesting thing is that worrying about a problem does not solve it Isn't that interesting? So let's go to number three. Number three is that we have far too many electronic devices. They're always there. In the last 20 years, we have got all sorts of things between social media, computers, mobile phone, iPad, tablet of all sorts. 
And now we have cameras in the children's room, we have notification for everything, we have messages, we have a phone ringing, it's just a lot of stuff. And so it looks like we can't even get out of a house without having a device. And we have wireless headphones, we are trying to juggle <laughs> a lot of stuff. And so no wonder why we cannot focus much some, some days because we have too much going on. And um, yes, what is the solution? The solution is to get those devices and turn off the Wi-Fi at a certain time of the day, just turn it off and breathe because we don't need to be always there and um, there are many studies that are documenting very different ways in which the smartphones that we have are actually killing our productivity so it could be in our case that if you cannot do what you're supposed to do it's because your mobile phone is killing your attention 100% every single day there could be many, many other reasons and there's not a place here to talk about all of them, but let's see what we can do about this. Instead of just complaining about it, you can't focus and you can't achieve what you want, you cannot design the life you want because you can't focus. So let's identify first of all and then remove what are these distractions. And no, don't tell me my children are my distraction. No, that doesn't count as a distraction, that's your mission. <laughs> it's a different thing. But uh, when you are sitting to do your work, you know, you might have a studio, make sure it's, it's your studio, not everyone else's room, because otherwise it's going to be really difficult. But look around and see what is there that is going to be distracted. Is the room cluttered and full of things that you're going to think, ah, oh, I have to clear up this and that? Is there a task list that is um, making you think about something else? These are small things to look for. Have you turned off the Wi-Fi or is the phone going to be interrupting all the time? And um, so all these little things, I have to do this. So before starting, I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to reply to Jenny. I'm going to do this. <laughs> You're never going to get started, are you? So sometimes with these old things that we have, you know, we just have to do. They're just little excuses, the rationalization. I have to do it now. Well, actually, perhaps we didn't have to do it now. And that's why your work is not is not happening and um, it is so rewarding to turn off all those notifications from instagram and facebook and youtube just turn them all off and nobody will notice they were off and uh, on average most people stay, spend four to five hours using their telephone and that's a lot of time and we are so conditioned to do that because the people who have designed these devices know exactly how to make something quite addictive. So video games are designed to make you come back all the time, gambling and things where you can win things are there for a reason. There are lots of little rewards that are there. But what happens is if we are not a little bit strict, a little bit disciplined at least for one hour a day, for two hours a day, then we will not be able to get the focus that we want and we waste more time some researchers say 40% of our time is wasted because of a continuous interruption well, that's a lot of time and yet I've, I've heard from people who work in large offices and call centers and etc they have youngsters working there that are constantly on their phone while trying to do the work and of course they're not doing either very well so from, from this it drives the 
it should be so good to train ourselves to be a little bit more disciplined in what we want to achieve. So, you know, just like you train yourself to, I don't know, run 10 miles or to get up at 7 instead of 8 in the morning, you can train yourself to stay focused. And you do that by little challenges that you set yourself every day. And so when you win, you can then hide in and you can add something else that you want to achieve because you will feel a lot better about yourself. For example, you might say, well, this week I'm not going to have any processed food. And so my reward will be not having the feeling of being too unhappy with yourself, with your health and feeling lighter and whatever. So you want to really hold yourself accountable. So you, you want to commit to these goals. Have you written down your goals? Right. Then have you got a mentor, a friend, a wife, husband, a boyfriend, whatever, somebody, they will hold you accountable. If not, it really helps to find this person. So you can train yourself, train your willpower and do these challenges and get support from others. So whether your challenge is that you will not touch the phone for two hours or that you will exercise even if it's cold and rainy outside, you have to make sure you know it, somebody else know it, knows that, and this is happening all the time. So by doing small incremental changes, you can achieve a lot. And the thing is, I was just watching before Mind Valley, and they were saying, uh, was it Jean Quick? Um, something like, if you do all the easy things in life, life is going to be very difficult but if you do all the difficult things life is gonna be very easy and I thought that was a great way of talking about this because it takes effort to stay focused and the effort has to be built upon we start from small and then we can build up one thing at a time we can get there as we are talking about doing one thing at a time let's talk about multitasking now just like a computer our brain is not able to multitask we only go from one thing to the other for a few seconds but we're not really doing lots of lots of things at the same time in our mind so the quality of the work that we do drops when we try to do everything and we are more dangerous for example you can't at the same time drive a car while preparing a sandwich you just can't you know it's a very stupid example but there are lots of things that need very much a lot of focus so if we keep adding lots of stuff we will not be able to focus and that's that's the thing i know a lot of people have disabled people in the house or they might have a very challenging situation they might have children running around so you always have those you have those antennas that are on but ideally if you're trying to do lots of things together and you want to get better, you have to try to do one, then drop that and do the other if you really want to get that focus that you're looking for. So you have to decide what's more important for you. Sometimes our mind goes round and round and there is this internal chatter going on for the whole time. And it's telling you, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that, and this and that. And yesterday this happened, 20 years ago this happened. It's just going all the time. It's like playing 20 movies at the same time. That's not going to be helpful. So this is why many people suggest to try meditation. 
And very sadly, a lot of people think meditation is only for yoga, is only for people who have time, but actually, it is quite useful to spend a few minutes every day to find a quiet corner and breathe deeply and calmly and clearing the head from all the thoughts and just be present and focus on the breathing, on our muscles, our relaxation, just to be still and just be. And meditation helps focus. Whether you are very busy or not, at the end of the day you will be tired unless you take some breaks. The breaks, maybe a little walk or maybe just go to a place and get a glass of water to hydrate yourself, is something about moving your body a little bit, changing the type of light going inside your pupils, that really helps because you are stretching or rehydrating or doing changing something resetting something and that helps your brain to regroup so taking a break sometimes can be really easy and fast and help you to refocus and calibrate where you are and what you need to do next now here's my suggestion when you take a break don't go to your mobile phone because of course in the moment you turn on the mobile phone you will have colors, vivid colors, you will have light, you will have messages, you will have all sorts of stuff They will be adding a lot more content for your brain to take care of. And especially if you do that when it's late in the evening, when you're trying to focus on going to sleep, if you keep reading messages and writing letters and whatever, you will not have this ability to switch off because your brain is now being dumped a lot of stuff to process and it will start working on it. And so it is counterproductive. What will happen if this lack of focus is happening at work? That could be quite you know, difficult to cope with. But um, could it be there is a very large project you're working on and it's very stressful? Sometimes what trainers will suggest is to work with other people. So have cooperations and collaborations. So you help one another, you hold one another accountable and if you have a challenge you can always work with the other person and say well, how would you deal with this so it lightens up a little bit because you can see also another person that might have a solution might have a very good suggestion or you might be the one helping the other person but it helps things to go faster and better if you're working as a team now you will not believe it but there is another thing that you can do to help your focus and that is if you plan every day a few minutes for exercise so it could be stretching it could be walking it could be trampoline rebound it could be yoga it could be going out with your dog i don't know what it is that you can do but if you do that every day depending also the time in the day if it's done very early in the morning it will help you really well to go to sleep nicely in the night. If you do it in the night, it will help you to stay awake because exercise does that. It gives a lot of energy and, and clarity as well. So there are lots of exercises you can do. A lot of times we are sitting at the table, at the desk and we're doing our jobs and we might be sitting there in pain because the back is not in the correct posture. Maybe the legs do not have much circulation, the, the legs and the feet might be getting colder because we're not moving. 
and then we're staring in front of us and we might see a little bit blurred because the eyes, the muscles of the eyes, the ocular muscles, they're they tired of looking always in the same thing, the same color, the same direction. So all this together can make us so we go a little bit in a blur and we start thinking laterally. We're not quite focused on the task. So sometimes just push back your chair, stand up, shake yourself, go up and down, go to another room, get a little bit of movement and then come back. It will help you a lot more than coffee or sugar and it will help you to be focused. My last suggestion for normal lack of concentration is to look at all the tasks that you have to do. And unless there is one that is an emergency one that has to happen immediately, whatever it is, always do the one that is the most difficult and challenging to the one first. Because you, you know, it's the beginning of the day, you're nice and fresh, you have all the focus and the concentration because your brain has been resting, hopefully, for eight to nine hours. And so it's very, very good. You do that and all the stress of thinking and anticipating how this task is gonna help, it's just gonna go because you do it, you finish it, and then all you have is the others much smaller and it's easier to take care of them later. And therefore your concentration is gonna be the greatest and you're gonna be so satisfied you might have it reward yourself by maybe, maybe being outside in the sunshine for a few minutes and briefly and just feel, oh my gosh, I've done that, I can, you know, feel energized for the rest of the day. So try that. Schedule your challenging task first. So many times people say, it's all good for you, Franz, but I've got attention deficit disorder. Okay, whether this is diagnosed or not, you know, whether articles nowadays saying how come that everyone seems to have ADD now so that's not my thing let's let's say that you do have ADD and you want to make sure that you also can focus because focus is quite a big thing when you have attention deficit disorder because it's a lack of attention so there are four or five things that doctors suggest to do and the, the first one is what we talked about before which is to avoid multitasking because while it is very typical for a lot of people to do multitasking, it's a little bit tricky when you have ADD. And so if instead you get one task and focus on that and do not allow anything else in, then it is helpful to feel less stressed about it. And remember that stress is quite bad for ADD. So moving on to the second part, it is suggested that we pick up a task and then we divide that in small steps, actionable steps that you can take. So if it's too big for you, just figure out what is the first thing you have to do, what's the second part, what's the third part. If you have smaller units, they look a lot easier, you break them down and you can see the end of this and then you can focus on one at a time and it will be a lot easier than not looking at the whole thing and um, you know you want to see the end the light in the end of a tunnel and that is so good and moving on to the next part sometimes and you don't really need to be suffering from attention deficit disorder we need a visual reminder and they will be there like a post-it note or a calendar thing or a message popping up on your phone or whatever and this is a reminder that tells you this is your focus. 
and um, it could be an acronym, it could be a photo, it could be a visual board, but if you have a reminder, and that really works with everyone, you remember, oh yeah, I wanted to really have an amazing garden with roses by this summer. Okay, so it's February, have I focused on going outside and working in my garden to do this? I want to be turned up to go to the beach in, in summer. Um, have I done the exercise every day, 10 minutes a day? Have I bought the swimming suit? Have I um, done the, um, uh, the task of, you know, I don't know, buying the tickets and looking for accommodation? Have I done this? So the visual reminders are there. And uh, my suggestion is to move them all the time because we tend to ignore things that are always there, become familiar. So move them around so you notice them. And as you notice them, you are reminded that you want to focus on the particular ask and that you really, really want. And that really, it's useful whether you have ADD or not. Lastly, especially if you have attention deficit disorder, it's so important to learn how to calm yourself. So back again, meditation, breathing, focusing, and sometimes just listening to a little hypnosis for like two or three minutes and just center yourself again and look inside for a minute, calm down, and then get out of the state and focus on one task. So that was it for today. I hope that I've helped you a little bit in finding maybe another way to focus on what's needs to be done, which is the most important thing. Remember, your day is not to be filled with emergencies, but to be filled with things that are important for the goals that you have, and not just the emergency, because otherwise you end up the whole day just doing things that you don't know why you're doing. <laughs> so always be careful. Why am I doing all this? Anyway, you know what I mean. So all I'm saying is, if you enjoyed this episode, Maybe you want to share with me your techniques that you use for calming down every day and for focusing on the tasks that you want to focus on so you can obtain what you want. If you find it incredibly difficult to focus and um, you do not have some ADD or a very particular medical condition that I talked about, could it be that there is something else going on? Did you want to have a chat? If you want to have a chat, I'm always here. You can have a consultation for free. Just uh, write to me, go to my website of francesydney.com or go to um, Franz Sydney on Facebook, Franz Sydney Therapy. Send me a message there and or find me on Create with France, which is on Instagram as well and YouTube. There are many ways of finding me. I'm not difficult to find. And you can send me a message, you can chat. You don't get charged for that. And so I might be able to help you even without any sessions or even without a coaching session. But maybe you want that. And if you want it, just feel free to ask. And I'm always here to help. Thank you very much for being with me. And I'll see you next week. Take care. Bye. You've listened to Create with Franz Sydney.